0: I'm Dr. Saptar Bhattacharya. I work as an endocrinologist in MAX Hospital Patpargat and also in eHealth Diabetes and Endocrine Center at Noida. So today we will be discussing about a case which we very commonly see in our clinical practice. It's that of a 50-year-old gentleman with history of type 2 diabetes for two years. The patient was having uncontrolled diabetes, but also at the same time was having recurrent episodes of hypoglycemia for last two months. So his current medications are metformin, one gram twice daily, sulfonylurea, 2 mg twice daily. And if we look into his laboratory findings, what we see is an HB1C of 8.2%. So his glycemic control is moderate. EGFR is 88 which is normal, LDL is 90, SDL 36 which is low, triglyceride is 126, AST level is 33 which is normal, The creatinine is 1.1 and on physical examination his BMI is 31. So he is obese, he is having diabetic dyslipidemia, his HB1c is 8.2%, EGFR is normal, And on top of that, he is having recurrent episodes of hypoglycemia in spite of not reaching his glycemic targets. So we know that we need to optimize glycemic control and offer the maximum cardio reno protective benefits to all our patients with diabetes. The HB1C goal for most of the adults will be less than 7% and we need to if we are able to achieve a goal of less than 6.5% even with and without causing hypoglycemia so we might even of give the patient more benefit in terms of preventing microvascular complication and maybe to some extent macrovascular complication as well but again the bottom line remains that we need to do it without causing hypoglycemia so what we have seen is that that over the last Few years we have these newer molecules which have come up and which have been added to the armamentarium of medicines which are used for treatment of diabetes. And most probably, we Indians have are predisposed to cardiovascular disease. So even in the absence of diabetes, we see that cardiovascular disease or coronary artery disease it occurs ten years earlier as compared to our Caucasian counterparts and. We are intrinsically predisposed to cardiovascular disease or coronary artery disease, maybe because of multiple factors, some of which might be genetic, some of which might be environmental. So we as a whole, as a population have a tremendous burden of diabetes, metabolic diseases, cardiovascular diseases, renal diseases, and we need the right type of treatment to prevent the progression of this disease. And in and diabetes, patients with diabetes, people with diabetes, they are pre, already predisposed to cardiovascular disease. So they are the right target group where if we adjust the medication in the right way, this risk can be prevented to a significant extent. So significant reduction in the rates of so microvascular disease we know we can achieve by getting tight glycemic control. But... We have seen from previous trials, including ACCORD. So, if we try to go for very strict glycemic control with agents like sulfonylurea, the chance of hypoglycemia actually increases. And at least in an elderly population who have high risk of cardiovascular disease or who had past history of cardiovascular disease, in the large multicentral uh, multicenter ACCORD trial, what we saw was that that intensive glycemic control with agents like sulfonylurea and insulin actually can increase the risk of hypoglycemia and increase the mortality rate as well. So we need to select the right type of medications for our diabetic patients and obviously we have these newer combinations of uh, DPP-4 inhibitors and HGLT2 inhibitors. We know that DPP-4 inhibitor by itself is a more or less a neutral molecule so it does not have any protective effect but again it has a broad range of safety so you can give it into almost any any patient at any stage of kidney disease you can give it even for mo- molecules like linagliptin. what we have seen that at all stages of cardiovascular disease even if the patient has past history of coronary artery disease even cardiac failure past history of congestive heart failure so all these patients tolerate linagliptin quite well so they do not have an increased risk of cardiac events uh, with, with this molecule. On the other hand, we thankfully we have a molecule like empaglyphosin, which by itself can actually decrease the chance of cardiovascular disease. It has a mortality benefit, what we saw during the empaglifosin trial. And this combination of linagliptin and empaglyphosin has been approved. All over the world for use in type 2 diabetes patients, and recently we haven't had an expansion in the terms of GFR. Also earlier the level for this molecule was we can we could use it till an eGFR of 45. Now we have a newer level where we can use it to an eGFR of 30, and a broad group of patients, including patients who have CKD stage 3A or stage 3B. Uh, having high risk of cardiovascular disease even high risk of renal disease patients who have microalbuminuria or macroalbuminuria so all these patients can benefit from this combination and the unique advantage of this combination in spite of its very aggressive glycemic lowering effect it does not cause hypoglycemia both these molecule by itself do not have a risk of hypoglycemia and even the combination of this molecule is totally safe. So if you are using it with an agent like say metformin and mm. you are adding this combination. So practically there is very very little risk of hypoglycemia unless you are using an agent like say sulfonylurea on top of it or insulin on top of it or maybe another insulin secretagogue like puglinite. So if you are not using this molecule the patient will not have hypoglycemia. What we see in our current patient was only 50 years old. The patient was obese, was having recurrent episodes of hypoglycemia, and in spite of that, he was not able to achieve the H1C target of say, seven, less than 7% or less than 6.5%. So if we offer the combination of a DPP-4 inhibitor and SGLT-2 inhibitor like linagliptin and impaglifosin, so I think this type of patients who have slightly lower EGFR and also are having recurrent episodes of hypoglycemia, are obese, uh, are from our subcontinent where the chance of cardiovascular disease is very, very high. It's more high if the person is having diabetes, so in all these cases, so this person actually fits into the perfect patient for being a candidate of this combination along with metformin usage. I think we need to make this shift in our clinical practice where we offer the patient the advantages of this newer combination and give them a better and healthier life. Thank you again for your patient listening. We'll connect once again with similar such cases.